This is The Jerry Callahan Show. No, I don't think we've ever truly put the uh, Trump win in 2016. Donald Trump defeating Hillary Clinton in its proper perspective. Uh, I think now... We, we can try. Now we could try to put it in, in, in perspective, historical perspective. Uh, I would say it's a thousand times uh, more shocking than Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson than uh, the Lake Placid than the U.S. beating the Soviets. It's the biggest upset in history. Uh, it was a it was an upset before we knew that the entire national security apparatus was working against Donald Trump. It was a big upset beating Hillary Clinton, who was essentially ordained. She was going to be our next president. She even tweeted it out on her birthday, said, happy birthday to the next president. She did that herself. So everyone was assuming Hillary Clinton was going to take her rightful place in the Oval Office. And along came this vulgarian, this, this, uh, this reality show host, this guy with uh, three wives and girlfriends and porn stars and guy used to go on uh, Howard Stern and rape chicks, hot chicks. This guy with the funny hair and the orange skin and who just said what was on his mind and called Mexican immigrants, illegal immigrants, rapists, and just shook things up. Said, said John McCain, uh, I like my heroes who aren't captured. He just said outrageous things. And the idea that he could actually win the presidency, when you look back, was crazy. And he did. He won. That's how much people hate Hillary. But I think now we're learning that we don't even, we can't even grasp. <laughs> there she is. Madam President on the cover of Newsweek. I don't think we can even grasp what a monumental upset it is. We know now, without a doubt, that there wasn't just Hillary and her and the, and the sleazeballs on her campaign working to defeat Trump. It was everybody including the sitting president at the time, Barack Obama, perhaps the biggest phony of all time, Joe Biden, the sitting vice president. Um, you, had, you had the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ. You had the entire mainstream media. You had uh, Jim Comey, uh, John Brennan, Andrew McCabe, Peter Strzok, James Clapper, Adam Schiff, the FBI, the DOJ, as I mentioned, and the New York Times, the Washington Post, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, uh, every major newspaper, the New York Times, Washington Post, everybody uh, was working against him. And somehow he won. I know I was there. I watched it unfold. I know I was surprised. I don't think I grasped just what an amazing feat it was that Trump pulled that off. They tried to undermine him. They lied when he was a candidate and said he was colluding with Russia. And of course, the media ran with it because they hated Trump as much as the politicians, as much as the uh, the bureaucrats hated Trump. They, they wanted to stop him. Everybody felt the way Peter Strzok did when Peter Strzok told his girlfriend, Lisa Page, don't worry, honey, we'll stop him. That was the plan. We will stop this evil orange man. They failed the first time. They failed in 2016, which is still remarkable. They succeeded in 2020. And you know what? The first conclusion I had yesterday after reading much of the, uh, the Durham report and, and all the reaction to it, and we'll get to it. We got so many just, just priceless reactions and lookbacks. You know, 
trips down memory lane of all these hacks talking about Trump being a puppet of Putin and a Russian asset and all lies. And they knew it. They knew they were lies. And they told him anyway, they hated him so much. Uh, And now there's no self, there's no introspection. There's no apologies, no regret. Nobody's going to jail. The people who lied and tried to undermine and tried to rig a presidential election, they're on TV now. They're on CNN and MSNBC. They're writing books. They're professors at, at once respected universities. There is no accountability. That's the great gift of being part of the deep state, of being a Democrat, essentially. I would say that to young people. If you can't decide what you want to be, Democrat, Republican, conservative, you're much better off, I hate to say it, if you're a Democrat. You'll never be canceled. The, the cancel culture only works one way. You'll be protected. You'll never go to jail. You'll never get fired. You'll never get fined. You'll never get uh, uh, excommunicated. You're good as long as you're cheating and lying and committing crimes for the right team. But to me, and I, I'm always obsessed with the media. I'm obsessed with the, the corrupt uh, mainstream media. This is just remarkable. They're not even accepting any uh, blame. They're not giving back their Pulitzers. The Washington Post and New York Times won Pulitzers, which I believe used to be an actual credible, legitimate award for media people. They're not giving them back. They won Pulitzers writing about a hoax. Trump was right all along. It is a hoax. They made it up. And this isn't important, but I found this interesting. The source, the guy who made the whole thing up about Trump and hookers peeing on the bed at the Ritz-Carlton in, uh, in Moscow, that guy, a proud graduate of the University of Massachusetts. Uh, apparently, he's very involved in alumni stuff. Charles Dolan, a hacks hack, an absolute snake in the grass who worked for Bill Clinton and then Hillary Clinton, who had connections in Moscow, who went to the Ritz-Carlton, stayed at the Ritz-Carlton and said, yeah, I'm being told Trump defiled the bed that uh, Michelle and Barack Obama slept in, in the Washington Post. I mean, in the, in the, in the Ritz-Carlton. He stayed there. He made it all up. Uh, he found willing accomplices in the uh, deep state, in the FBI, and it went from there. No truth to it, not even a shred. And now today the mainstream media is going to pretend, yeah, there was something there. There was something there. I found it, and, and we'll get to all the sound. The Jake Tapper thing, Jake Tapper admits it's somewhat of an exoneration of Trump. Somewhat. And he's getting credit for, for being honest because the rest of the media is continuing to lie. But here's what we need to, here's the takeaway. The entire freaking system is corrupt. From, top to, from the president of the United States, Barack Obama, who was briefed. We'll get to that. There was a briefing John Brennan gave that included uh, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Loretta Lynch, all of them in August of 2016. In August, the election was in November. They all knew it was a lie. They all knew it was all made up and they ran with it anyway. They, they looked in the cameras and lied. I was going to kick out of the people who tell me, oh, Barack Obama, there was no scandals in his eight years. Are you kidding? No scandals? Have you heard, have you, have you, have you, have you used the IRS 
He used the IRS. This is something Richard Nixon only dreamed of doing. He used the IRS to go after his political enemies. He is a snake. He's a phony. He's a fraud. And uh, I, I suspected it, but now we know it. He was briefed on this uh, scheme, this scam, this totally made up uh, narrative that Trump was colluding with the Russians to steal the election. What are we supposed to think about 2020 now? If you say, you know, it was rigged, which it was, the media jumps all over you, says it's a big lie. Won't you, won't you denounce that, uh, Donald Trump? Won't you admit, Donald, that you'd lost the election? He should never admit it. There's, there, they, they don't get the benefit of the doubt. I'm just going to assume every election was rigged. 2020, 2022, 2018, 2016. When you look at the lengths to which they went with no compunction, just no moral line, no ethical line. They just crossed them and said, yeah, we'll use the FBI. We, we'll fake um, uh, applications for uh, warrants so we can spy on the campaign of one of the two candidates. We will lie about Carter Page and George Papadopoulos. We will lie. The, the, the lawyer, by the way, this Kleinsmith, who lied on the application to get a warrant to spy on the campaign, didn't even lose his law license. He paid like a fine. He's, he's uh, practicing law in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I, uh, the, the, this is what, uh, uh, in the end, what it is, is more evidence of a two-tier justice system. Again, there are grandmothers in jail. There are people who paraded in the Capitol, walked through the Capitol after they opened the doors in jail more than two years after January 6th. Um, and there's a whole bunch of criminals, a whole bunch of liars and crooks and frauds who uh, are not in jail and will never go to jail and will never pay any price and will be on CNN today. I just watched Andrew McCabe, that lion weasel on CNN this morning, analyzing the Durham report saying, Oh no, uh, he got it all wrong. Uh, John, uh, John Durham got it all wrong. What? <laughs> uh, there's just no end to it. Uh, they, they can only hope the media will continue to cover and they will and the media and the public will ignore it. But I'm just going to assume that 2024 elections rigged. I'm going to say it right now. It's rigged. The big, you know, big tech titans will coordinate with the Democrats and the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ, and they will rig it. All right. I'm, we'll start there. The craziest Maybe, thing we, is if this was on YouTube right now, we'd be kicked off for talking about point, it. You know, and that will happen. That will happen. I know I can't, I can't go on YouTube and, and say this, even though the report came out yesterday, exonerating Trump and, and, and essentially proving that they, that they coordinated, they lied, they schemed, and they attempted to steal the election in 2016. They failed. And you know what they did? They said, we can't mess around. Trump must be stopped. Let's continue with this Russia hoax undermining, weakening the, elect, uh, the the sitting president. These are people who were ostensibly working for Donald Trump. You know, they were part of his Department of Justice. And while they were in, in uh, on the job working for the president, they were attempting to undermine the president and stop him and prevent him from uh, 
getting a second term and they succeeded. And now we're supposed to think, oh yeah, it's, it's all on the level. No, it's not, nothing's on the level. You know, we need new conspiracy theories because once again, the old ones all came true. I, I was never, I say this all the time, I was never a conspiracy theorist. I can't imagine like 10 years ago buying into conspiracies, even believing this was possible. Uh, but, but it's not just possible. It happened. Our federal government, our FBI, our president, our vice president, our attorney general were all corrupt liars. They were all lying. They all knew this wasn't true. They all knew this didn't happen. And they ran with it anyway. We're going to get to all the, the sound because I can't get enough of this. Listening to the media people and the, and the, and the president and Hillary Clinton and one afternoon, Diane, I mean, uh, Diane Feinstein. Oh, we got, Diane, we got a Diane Feinstein update today. Believe it or not, she's on the cover of the SI swimsuit issue. Can you believe they put Diane Feinstein on the cover? It's amazing. I mean, SI has lost its way. I'm thinking, so. I'm thinking of subscribing again just so I can cancel it again. <laughs> if you haven't heard, who's on the cover? There's four covers. <laughs> Two of them are just laughable. We'll get to that. And, uh, <clears throat> and we got uh, more corruption in the IRS. They're calling the whistleblower who uh, was going to tell the whole story about how the IRS is rigging the investigation into Hunter Biden. He's been taken off the case. His entire team has been taken off the case. Uh, it is, it is a reciprocation. Uh, it is a, a, a response to him blowing the whistle. They said, you're no longer on the case. The cover up, the protection of Hunter Biden continues. And we have uh, a former Fox producer uh, explaining on an undercover video exactly why Tucker Carlson got fired. I don't know. He's actually, he's not a four. Isn't he a current Fox producer? Yeah. Is he still there? <laughs> I think this was filmed by the guy that was at Project Veritas. If not, it's exactly the same. Yes, I I think it is uh, James O'Keefe, uh, and it's unbelievable. Actually, it's not unbelievable. That's the thing. No one's surprised by this. You, you, a few years ago, you'd be shocked to learn just how corrupt the FBI is. And by the way, there's no longer any debate. The FBI must be disbanded. Day one, uh, President DeSantis or President Trump, day one, has to go in the FBI and fire everybody. Christopher, fire everybody. There's, there is no hope. This is an, a rogue outfit, a political outfit. They're, they're, it is not a legitimate uh, law enforcement agency anymore. It must be disbanded, defunded. And hell, they could defund it now is what they should do. You know, it's amazing. In November, December, uh, uh, the Senate passed that omnibus spending bill, uh, Biden's pork barrel spending bill, and a bunch of Republicans, including Tom Cotton, Mitt Romney, uh, Mitch McConnell, voted to increase the funding for the FBI and fund a new FBI headquarters for like, I think it's like 400 million, giving, rewarding the FBI. And so the GOP, the GOP in the House, House has to step in and say, no more. We're not funding you. We're not supporting you. We're defunding you. And until, until there are major reforms, this thing should be broken up into a thousand pieces and thrown to the wind. It's, it's beyond hope, but we will get to that and all this incredible sound. My favorite cut we got is, is, uh, 
is Obama. He is such a liar, such an actor, such a phony. I can't believe people don't understand that. And the people, by the way, involved in all these uh, hoaxes and all these schemes and scams, they're now working for Joe Biden in the Biden administration, including his secretary of state and his uh, um, national security advisor. They were all uh, intricately involved in the scam. But uh, we'll get to that and lots more on today's Callahan show. But first, I've been talking about how the world is going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation and sky high gas prices. We've all seen this crazy woke nonsense going on with these big corporations, and it's time for us to let our voices be heard. The question is, what are you willing to do about it? How can our voices be heard? Well, we can vote with our dollars. That's how we can make a difference. No more shopping at big box stores if you can get the items from a family-owned company. PatriotSwitch.com helps people walk away from the big box conglomerates. We can shop factory direct at a family-owned made-in-America manufacturer. That's why Patriot Switch was created with regular folks like you and me in mind. I love what the folks at Patriot Switch are doing for us. One of the best ways to get around this crazy inflation today is to shop with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than their shareholders or corporate executives. Each of us can choose to take a market share away from these businesses that have enjoyed unfair advantages and instead choose to help regular people by shopping family-owned Made in America. Make a difference right now. Go to PatriotSwitch.com. I don't even know where to... Let's begin with uh, let's begin with Barack Obama. And, and I'm, I just want to play this, listen to this for all these people. Say, oh, Obama... He, you know, he was clean, squeaky clean. No, the biggest scandal was when he wore a tan suit. <laughs> what a lie. What an absolute lie. What a, what a fraud this guy was, is. Again, keep in mind, this is, do we have a date on this sound? It was after. 4-10-2016. Uh, uh, so, so he knew, he knew what they were up to. He knew what Hillary was up to. He knew what, uh. What Charles Doland and uh, the rest of the uh, Hillary operatives did, they attempted to undermine Trump, to stop Trump by lying about this alleged relationship with, uh, with the Russians. He goes on with Chris Wallace on Fox News Sunday, speaking of another swamp creature, um, and explained there's nothing political with his Department of Justice or his FBI. And he gets a little annoyed. Chris keeps pushing him, saying, so you're saying there's no coordination with you and your DOJ, you know, to stop Trump? The amazing thing is they failed. It is amazing that Trump won when you think about when all these forces, these dark, diabolical forces were working against Trump. And he still won. That's how bad a candidate Hillary Clinton was and is. Of course, she'll pay no price. She'll probably speak at the Democrat convention. She'll probably endorse Biden again. She'll, she's a, uh, I believe she's a professor of some kind at Columbia. So you have one of the great scoundrels in American political history, just a complete liar and, and fraud and, and just a, a, a complete reprobate. She's a professor teaching. Our whole system is so screwed up. This country is so screwed up. And keep in mind, the people who were involved in this, deeply involved, all the you know, national security reporters and all the big media outlets, 
They're the ones telling you, you can't say an election was rigged and they want to stop misinformation and disinformation. That's a real threat to democracy. The people we're going to show you, they're, they're, they're the ones telling you that Trump and right-wing media people, and they're the threats to, the, to democracy. They're, they threaten to overturn our democracy. Uh, by the way, this is worse. This is worse. What they did, the Russia hoax, worse than uh, January 6th. I'll explain, but first let's listen to one of the biggest frauds in, in, in American history, Barack Obama, explain how there was just nothing political with his Department of Justice or his FBI. Go ahead, play it. Can you direct the Justice Department to say Hillary Clinton will be treated as the evidence goes, she will not be in any way protected? I can guarantee that. And, and I can guarantee that not because I give uh, Attorney General Lynch a directive. That is institutionally how we have always operated. I do not talk to the Attorney General about pending investigations. I do not talk to FBI directors about uh, pending investigations. The, uh, we have a strict line uh, and always have maintained it, previous so, presidents. Ju just to button this up. I you, guarantee it. You, I guarantee that there is no political influence in any investigation conducted by the Justice Department or the FBI, not just in this case, but in any case. And she will be- Full stop, period. And she will be treated no differently? Guaranteed, full stop. Nobody gets treated differently when it comes to the Justice Department because nobody is above the law. Even if she ends up as the Democratic- How nominee. many times do I have to say it, Chris? Guaranteed. <laughs> oh God, shameless, just shameless. Uh, to review, as part of the 306-page uh, Durham report, I got some takeaways here. If you don't want to spend the whole time reading it, uh, uh, here's what uh, Durham concluded. The FBI shut down two investigations into Hillary Clinton. One uh, was uh, into sketchy foreign donations into the Clinton campaign. They shut that down. The other one was an investigation into the Clinton Foundation, the scheme that Bill and Hillary uh, uh, came up with to get rich. They used, you know, Haitian, Haitian, uh, whatever, widows and orphans as, uh, as a front to raise money to enrich themselves. Two investigations, the FBI shut them both down. <laughs> I don't know how you can get more political. and I don't, I don't know how you could do more to protect uh, one candidate to help one candidate defeat the other. By the way, in review, the Obama administration, you know, the squeaky clean Obama administration, we now know his vice president was taking bribes from foreign governments to alter policy. And the uh, Department of Justice was spying on Donald Trump while Obama was president and killing investigations into Hillary Clinton. That was going on under Barack Obama. It doesn't matter how much all the frauds in the media try to cover up for their hero. It was a thoroughly corrupt uh, administration. Uh, and uh, we now know it. They, they, they killed investigations into their, uh, into their candidate and they advanced, made up completely fraudulent investigations into Trump. They did everything in their power to help Hillary win. And by the way, they failed and they used the media 
of course, the willing media who couldn't get enough of this kind of dirt to advance the whole myth of uh, Russian collusion. We don't even have time to play all the lies the media told, the, all the all the reports they did to get Pulitzers and and to stop Trump. Uh, again, I'm just going to look at this forever and say, how did they? How did how did Trump win? It's just unbelievable. Uh, that was the but, thing, though, is see, he had all the support, so then they had to get rid of the voting in person so he could lose the next time. No, no question. There's many ways. I'll say it again. It wasn't you know just rigged by whatever, people dumping mail-in ballots after the deadline. It was rigged with big tech. It was rigged by 51 intelligence. It was rigged by the CIA. The CIA coordinated with former FBI, uh, former intelligence officials to come up with the letter attempting to discredit the laptop, which they knew was real, they literally said, we need to get a talking point. Mike Morell, former CIA director, working with people currently in the CIA to get uh, these intelligence folks to sign this letter, including, by the way, at least one, they used, they'd leveraged. They said uh, he wanted to get a book done. He, you need uh, uh, approval from the CIA to get a book after you have security clearance. They said, we'll okay your book, just sign this letter, which was a lie. Everybody knew it was a lie. They handed Biden a talking point, and a couple of days later in the debate, Biden lied, which is what Biden does. He lies like he's breathing and said, we've all seen the cut, saying, looking at Trump saying, what he says is a bunch of garbage. Him and his friend Rudy Giuliani, see if we can get that cut. I can never get enough of that cut. He, he knew that obviously the laptop was real. He knew everything on it was real. He knew that he was taking money from foreign governments, but he got help from the intelligence agencies, CIA and FBI, and he lied and it worked. They couldn't rig 2016, but they sure did rig 20, uh, 2020. His, as a DeSantis guy, his one problem I have here, this is going to help Trump. This is going to help Trump immensely, in my opinion. There are a lot of people who um, want uh, Trump to win, and they don't care about the issues. They don't care that Trump's old. They don't care that Trump can only do one term. They probably know DeSantis is a better candidate, but they want a reckoning. They want revenge, and I don't blame them. Believe me, if Trump's the nominee, I'm all in. I want revenge, too. I just think DeSantis has a better chance to win, as, a, as a explained a thousand times. I want to win. I want to stop the lawless Biden regime. And I think DeSantis is the best guy to do that. I would like Trump to be you know, part of the DeSantis administration in some form. Probably won't happen. But this is going to help Trump. Everything he's been saying, for, you know, he's been screaming about the Russia hoax, the biggest scandal in political history. He's right. He's, it involves so many people, so many uh, people who just lied every day. They lied every day for three years. I remember Adam Schiff was on TV. On, he was on Tucker, for crying out loud. He, he was on CNN, MSNBC, all the networks, all the Sunday, Sunday, every day, saying there is, he has seen the evidence. There is evidence in plain sight, he kept saying, of Trump colluding with Russia. He made it all up. He knew it was a lie. Now, what's Adam Schiff doing? He's uh, running for Senate in California. He's a congressman, isn't kicked out, isn't impeached, isn't arrested. He's running for Senate. There is, you just don't have to uh, worry 
about accountability or repercussions if you are a good Democrat. Uh, let's get to, uh, what do we got here? We got Hillary. <laughs> yeah, we got Hillary talking. I can't even look at her. What does it take to discredit a person? What does, I mean, this is like listening to, uh, you know, Bill Cosby talk about morals and ethics. Mm-hmm. You know, he used to, you know, Bill Cosby used to scold young comedians like Chris Rock and tell them not to use, you know, salty language. You look back on that now and just laugh. He's a guy who didn't use the F word or the N word in his stand-up, but after the show, he was drugging women and raping them. The most prolific rapist in U.S. history was lecturing people while he was raping, lecturing people on morals and ethics and and and, and telling them, uh, admonishing them for using swear words. That's how I feel looking at Hillary Clinton. How is anybody... How do you ever look at her again and, and, and think of her as credible or just a, a, you know, a, a upstanding human being? She is just the lowest form of life, just a liar and a narcissist who just used everybody she could use, concocted this scheme, knew it was a lie, dragged the country through it. The Durham, the Mueller report cost 35 million bucks. The Durham report cost millions more. She's cost the taxpayers, I don't know, 60, $70 million. She's used the media. And by the way, we all know the media has no uh, credibility, no self-awareness. Shouldn't they be pissed? If you're, I don't know, Jake Tapper or Chuck Todd or, or Nicole Wallace these people lied to you and used you for years and you're still carrying their water. These people, as I say all the time, there are $20 crack whores outside of, outside of, you know, Grand Central Station with more professional dignity than the mainstream media. They were used as, as, as vehicles, as vessels to advance the scheme for years and they don't care. They don't look and say, these sons of bitches, they used me, they lied to me. They don't care. It was for a greater cause. It was for a higher cause. Defeat the evil orange man, as we've said many times. All bets were off. All rules, all norms went out the window because they viewed Trump as an evil man, as, as Hitler. And when it comes to stopping Hitler, why should you let ethics or morals get in the way? Why should there be any norms? You're trying to stop a an existential threat. The bottom line was he was a threat to them. He was a threat to the swamp. He was going to expose them all. Now he exposed some of them. He didn't, I mean, he didn't fire Christopher Ray, which is amazing or Anthony Fauci for that matter. And I know Trump will do better next time. If he wins hell, I'm almost inclined to support him just for the theater of it all. Can you imagine Trump on day one? going to the FBI, the CIA, you know, uh, just having the power of the presidency to get his revenge. <laughs> That's going to be something. And uh, again, I'm, I'm supporting DeSantis because I want to win. And it's, and he's got a better chance of winning. That's all that matters. But let's, le- let's get to it. Let's watch and listen to some of these liars and frauds, knowing what we know, knowing the whole thing was made up. There was no collusion. There was no coordination with Russia. There was no meetings in, in Moscow. There was no P-tape. There was no pissing on the bed that Michelle Obama slept on. Completely, 100% made up to defeat the man. Made up by this monster we're looking at right now. Let's watch. 
to our future, the damage being done to our values, our institutions, and try to think of ways that I can help those who are on the front lines of the fight. Your name doesn't come up much mm -hmm. on any campaign except for Donald Trump's. Mm -hmm. Lock her up is still mm -hmm. a big popular yeah. line. I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows. He knows that there were a bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. And I take responsibility for those parts of it that I should. But Jane, it was like applying for a job and getting 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so I know that he knows <laughs> that this wasn't on the level. I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day and history will probably sort it all out. So of course he's obsessed with me. And I believe that it's a guilty conscience in so much as- Yeah, we'll sort itself out. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is sorting itself out. And it wasn't a legitimate election. It, it was rigged to help you and you still lost. That is the great- you know, that is the real, in the end, justice is prevailing because we all know she's a fraud and she couldn't even win with all that help. She couldn't, what did she call him? A, a tornado, human tornado, corrupt tornado. A corrupt, illegitimate tornado or something. Corrupt, illegitimate tornado. And she couldn't beat him. It's just incredible. There's a political uh, guy on Twitter. His uh, handle is political sock. He's a political analyst. And uh, he tweeted out yesterday, he says, I was so disgusted by the January 6th riot that I deleted my Twitter account. I wrote introspective pieces on wanting to be part of the solution. I never liked Trump and I thought Biden would beat him. The Durham report is a hundred times worse than January 6th. It didn't reveal a handful of nuts getting out of hand and stealing an lectern. It revealed our highest law enforcement agency trying to undo an election on zero evidence. It didn't disrupt the formal nomination proceeding for three hours. It disrupted a presidency for three years. That is so true, so accurate, the damage this did. Uh, they didn't allow, Trump wasn't allowed to be president. All he had to do for three years was answer uh, uh, the question, uh, Russia, 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 and hear about how he was working with Putin and all that. All a big, fat lie. Um, but we'll get to more of it. Let's get to, uh, I want to get to this, uh, before we move on from Hillary, Hillary Clinton tweeted this out in uh, October of 2016, October 31st. So a week before the election, a week, she writes, computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russia based bank. Uh, this is Clinton again, just lying. Statement from Jake Sullivan on new report exposing Trump's secret line of communication to Russia. Uh, she puts out a statement from Jake Sullivan, uh, a senior policy advisor uh, for the Hillary Clinton campaign. This, this quote, this could be the most direct link yet between Donald Trump and Moscow. Computer scientists have apparently uncovered a covert server linking the Trump organization to a Russia-based bank. This secret hotline may be the key to unlocking the mystery of Trump's ties to Russia. It certainly seems the Trump organization felt that it had something to hide, given that it apparently took steps to conceal the link when it was discovered by journalists. The line of communications may help explain Trump's bizarre adoration 
of Vladimir Putin, an endorsement of so many pro-Kremlin positions throughout his campaign. This statement is, again, 100% made up by a guy who is now the national security advisor for Joe Biden. That guy, he should be in jail. (laughs) I say this all the time. My best friend went to prison, federal prison, for he, he owns a company, paid people under the table. He got caught. He went to federal prison. You think that's worse than this? There are people, again, like Jacob Chansley, who wandered aimlessly through the Capitol, hurt no one, broke nothing. They're in federal prison. He got out, thanks to Tucker Carlson, but many of them are still there. You think what they did is worse than this? This complete lie attempting to undermine an election, and the guy is now the national security advisor. So to review, Joe Biden's national security advisor is this liar who made up this link to a Russian bank a week before the election, And his secretary of state is the one who coordinated the phony letter from 51 intelligence folks. That would be Anthony Blinken. Uh, A a hacks hack is now our secretary of state. It is. I mean, I said Obama was corrupt, but he's no, I mean, this Biden administration, this Biden regime is just beyond lawless, just beyond criminal. They are just, uh, just a den of thieves. Um, but uh, all right, let's get to, I want to get to that uh, super cut from the media because it just makes me laugh. Knowing what we know, again, these people were used, these media people for years to lie for Hillary and for, for Biden and Obama and Brennan and they now know it and they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. It was for a good cause. But uh, do we have the uh, super cut? cut of these frauds. Yep. Uh, uh, this is a compilation from Tom Elliott of Grabian and uh, it includes, includes media. Yeah, uh, is, is this the one that includes Jake Tapper or no? No, Jake, we'll get to Jake. It includes a bunch of media people, a bunch of these, these liars and frauds and politicians, but uh, go for it. Parts of the now infamous dossier on Trump have proven to be true. I know the history of the dossier, but it hasn't been discredited. In fact, it's been the opposite. It's been corroborated. Much of the dossier has been corroborated. This discredited dossier, which was paid for. Your intel community has corroborated all of the details in there. The meeting. Some of the substantive content (laughs) of the dossier, we were able to corroborate in our intelligence community assessment, which (laughs) from other sources in which we had very high confidence. We know that with the FISA application, the relevant parts of Christopher Steele's dossier were corroborated. If the application included information from the dossier, it would only be after the FBI had, in fact, corroborated information through its own investigation. We also know that as time goes on, more and more parts of the Steele dossier get corroborated. So when the president just refers to it as fake dossier, that is false? Uh, I... I don't think that's that, that is the accurate characterization for the entirety of the dossier. Clear investigators have corroborated part of the uh, dossier. The dossier has been corroborated by the intelligence community. U.S. investigators have corroborated some of the allegations in that dossier, although we do know that parts of it have been corroborated. It's not been corroborated, but it hasn't been disproven either. Is there anything in the dossier that has been disproven? No. But not one thing has been disproven. <laughs> no major thing from the dossier has been conclusively disproven. 
To date, none of it has been disproven, and whole big parts of it are holding up. The dossier um, holds up well. None of it has been disproven. All of the allegations in it, I don't know that anything has been disproven. It's a fact that none of it, not one word, has been disproven. In fact, a lot of it turned out to be right on the money. Former high-ranking intelligence oh. officials. No. Just liars. Just, I mean, and not one of these people go on TV and say, I was wrong. I, I, I was used. You know, they could say they were used by their sources. Not one of them would go on and say, I, I was wrong. You know, I apologize. None of it was uh, discredited. None of it was uh, corroborated. Uh, if it was, they were lying. They were, they were part of the scheme. He, he says, your Department of Justice. That was, if you're just listening, James Clapper. He was in on the, the meeting, the briefing. He was in on the scheme, and he's sitting there going, oh, no, no, nothing's been discredited. It's been corroborated. I mean, how is that guy not in jail? Just amazing. And here we have Jake Tapper, one of the leading Russia hoax uh, proponents who talked in about it for years, every night, actually admitting that Trump's been exonerated and the FBI's been discredited. He took a lot of grief and got uh, from his side, from all the liars on uh, on his side, and he got credit. I'm not going to give him too much credit here because, I mean, let's be honest, this is uh, 13 seconds long. He spent three years advancing the lie. But let's listen to fake Jake come clean yesterday. Report is now here. It has dropped, and it might not have produced everything of what some Republicans hoped for. It, it is, regardless, devastating to the FBI, and to a degree, it does exonerate Donald Trump. Regardless, the report. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will. I will nitpick to a good to a degree. It exonerates Donald Trump. What are you talking about? To a degree, either the whole thing was made up and it was, or it wasn't. If it's all made up, if it was all uh, a, a scheme concocted by the Clinton campaign and laundered through the FBI and the media, then he was completely exonerated. <laughs> I mean, well, he, Trump still he, says mean things, so that was what he was talking about, I think. Yeah, and I, I don't even want to read. Do, do we have Trump posting on True Social? I'm sure it's stupid and childish, but uh, let me see. You know what? He is vindicated. He is exonerated. He was telling the truth. They were lying. There's no other conclusion you can come to. All right, we got to get. We got more scandals to get to. We got. We got to get to the IRS again, fixing things for. Uh, Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. And you're not going to believe who uh, is on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. A couple people. And uh, if you thought Miller Lite was going to be the big beneficiary of the Bud Light catastrophe of, of the Bud Light self-inflicted uh, wounds, you were wrong. <laughs> we got... Ironheads drinking a Miller Lite as we speak. When you finish that up, uh, you're not going to be buying any more Miller Lite. I know, I know Coors Light is part of the same company, but they're going to benefit Yingling. I don't even know how to spell it, but I think I'm going to have to be drinking Ming, Yingling, you know, and you name it, anything else. Miller Lite, Bud Light, it's just a, uh, a contest and who, who can uh, destroy their own brand quicker and more definitively, decisively. We'll get to that and lots more, but first. Under President Joe Biden's volatile economy, we are at the cusp of an economic meltdown. The recent Silicon Valley bank failure sparked a deadly domino effect, and now nearly 200 banks across the country are teetering at the edge of collapse. Nobody's money is safe. Many depositors aren't insured by the FDIC and may lose access to their money completely. 
Wealthy Americans are withdrawing their cash fast and turning it into gold. The United States hasn't seen a potential chain of bank failures this catastrophic since the Great Recession. It's time to protect your money today before your retirement disappears. Call Monetary Gold to receive our free protection guide at 800-586-9591. Learn how Americans are shielding their wealth from the bank collapses by diversifying in gold. Call now because tomorrow may be too late. Call Monetary Gold at 800-586-9591. That's 800-586-9591. Let's get to the, let's get to Miller Lite. This was my own, you know what? Hold on, hold on. Let me do, but let me do the quick update on, uh, on Hunter Biden. At what point are people, you know, who've been defending Biden just going to give it up and say, this is the most corrupt family, the most connected family, the swampiest bunch of swamp creatures we've ever seen. But you want to know why there's been a five-year investigation into Hunter Biden and no charges, not even tax violations, not even the gun, the gun form, just minor violations, which they're going to do. They're going to charge him with minor tax uh, uh, crimes just so they could say, see, see, we're doing our job. But uh, this broke uh, yesterday. This is from the New York Post. The IRS on Monday removed, quote, the entire investigative team from its long-running tax fraud probe of Hunter Biden in an alleged retaliation against the whistleblower who recently contacted Congress to allege a cover-up in the case. These people aren't even subtle anymore. These people are so corrupt. The purge allegedly was done on the orders of the Justice Department, the whistleblower's attorney informed congressional leaders in a letter, quote, today, the IRS, as the special agent we represent, was informed that he is in, and his entire investigative team are being removed from the ongoing and sensitive investigation of the high-profile controversial subject about which our clients sought to make whistleblower disclosures to Congress. He was informed the change was at the request of the Department of Justice. His lawyers wrote. <laughs> so the, the guy investigating Hunter for the IRS has been taken off the case in retaliation for him going to Congress. I, you know what? Maybe Hunter will never be indicted for anything. He's got so many powerful friends, but this family is so corrupt. This, this system, this whole scummy, dirty, filthy, corrupt system is just so beyond repair, beyond hope. But uh, must be nice to be uh, Hunter Biden. That's going to be the most the obvious case. He's made tens of millions of dollars. We know that now. He tried to hide it with 20 LLCs with all different names and encrypted messages. But eventually they're going to find out he made millions and didn't pay taxes. And if that's, you know, you or me or a Republican, they're in jail. But it's Hunter. So they protect this crackhead, scumbag, piece of garbage. All right, let's get to uh, Miller Lite. This, I couldn't believe this. I saw this yesterday and said, what is going on? Miller Lite should be, as I tweeted, they should be coming out, rolling out a new campaign featuring Paige Spiranek, a new campaign featuring smoking hot, you know, what wives of uh, PGA, PGA wives. They should have uh, a Kardashian. They should have just, Gorgeous women drinking Miller Lite in scantily, you know, skimpy outfits. I mean, that that would be my response to the Bud Light gaffe of signing up, of partnering with Dylan Mulvaney. 
That should be what Miller Lite does. They should have American flags. They should have cans with Robert O'Neill and Daniel Penny on them. They should have Tucker Carlson on a can of Miller Lite and they would kick ass, but they can't help themselves. These companies are so hopelessly woke. There's just no hope for them. This is a campaign, and we'll play it, devised by someone named Sophia Colucci. Remember uh, that, whatever her name was, Alyssa Heiderschneid? She was the Bud Light mm-hmm. woker who made fun of Bud Light drinkers and essentially destroyed the brand. She's been fired. This woman will be fired. She's the chief marketing officer of Molson Coors, which owns Miller Lite. And, uh, she has supported liberal causes such as gun control, protests for George Floyd, illegal immigration, the COVID vaccine, through all kinds of social media posts. She's a completely woke, liberal, young, white woman, the, the worst people in society. You know, these hardcore Democrats, wokesters, cancel culture people, DEI people. She embodies all of it. And she's the chief marketing officer And this is her idea. Watch this. Listen to this campaign. It's a kind of an angry feminist just just, uh, ripping the crap out of of the, the, the brand and how they used to market their product to men, which is most beer drinkers are men. Most beer drinkers aren't, you know, transgender individuals or wokesters like this woman. But uh, she does what Bud Light did. She dumps all over them. Let's watch. Uh, just so you know, too, the lady that's basically the star of this commercial was on a Comedy Central show called Broad City, which was basically two women living in the city that live like dudes. That was two women live like dudes. Yeah, like they're bros. <laughs> oh, I see. So she is uh, the face of the franchise. She didn't write this ad, but she's the one who throws a picture of a smoking hot swimsuit model in the trash, you know, that's right. Cause we're done with that. We're not going to be showing any more hot women. We're mm-hmm. Miller light and we're woke and, and we're, and you know what? Everybody made the same joke on Twitter said, Bud light did their campaign, destroyed their brand. And Miller light said, hold my beer. Watch <laughs> me this. I will explain too. This is worse than what Bud light did. Go ahead. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. From Mesopotamia to the Middle Ages to colonial America, women were the ones doing the brewing. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Sick. Look at this Wild. It's time beer made it up to women. So today, Miller Lite is on a mission to clean up not just their shit, but the whole beer industry's shit. Miller Lite has been scouring the internet for all this shit and buying it back so that he can turn it into good shit for women brewers. Oh my God. Literally boy. good shit. How, you ask? Ladies, take it away. First, we turn the bad shit into compost. Now we feed compost to worms. Push out beautiful fertilizer. That good shit helps farmers grow quality hops. Which is then donated to women brewers to make their own really good shit. But there's definitely more shit out there. In your attic, in the garage, in your parents' basement. Send any shit you got into Miller Lite and they'll turn that into good shit too. Oh. So here's to women. Because without us, there would be no beer. Oh, God. This is the, this is the worst ad campaign in history 
I've never, I mean, this, you could, I'll defend Bud Light here. Bud Light, obviously they misread their audience. They misread the reaction to this, this man pretending to be a little girl, but they thought Dylan Mulvaney was going to be kind of cute and harmless and funny. This is an angry feminist. By the way, no one was going to put you in a bikini, honey. I don't know why you think that they were going to do that to you. Uh, and if you, if you're just listening, it's a bunch of kind of <laughs> angry, you know, uh, women uh, who don't can't stand those you know swimsuit models and they throw them in the trash they shred she puts a picture of you know beautiful women in a shredder and says we're not doing that anymore uh, for Miller Light and and she looks a little angry that that that's serious the Bud Light thing wasn't real serious this is seriously dumping on their customers. Beer drinkers like hot women in bikinis. They just do. It's worked for century, uh, for decades. No more of that. that. That's going in the trash. Now we're going to celebrate these kind of masculine women who are out there on a work in the farm or whatever, work in the land. <laughs> that, like, this is she so said. Insane. She said too that women were the first to brew beer, but that was also back when they weren't equals and they were forced to do whatever the guys told them to. <laughs> that's true. And, and who cared? <laughs> What happened in Mesopotamia? You think someone's going to say, I'm going to buy Miller Lite because women brew beer in, in Mesopotamia or in the whatever, the third century, whenever the hell that is. Just, that, just it's just insane. That the, I mean, I assume this person's fired. This Sophia Colucci's already fired. Gotta she be. looks the part, too. She looks exactly like you'd expect. Just a diehard, you know, Biden voter, probably a big fan of of uh, Liz Warren and AOC boasting about getting her third vaccine. Oh, geez. What, what are you doing? Miller light? Well, you know what? There's the answer. If you're yingling today is to sign page spirit act to a deal and march her out there and have a, with a can of yingling. That's the only answer. That is not the most insane. Well, it's just like if you go golfing, by the way, every time the cart comes around with the, the girl, the golf cart lady with the beers and stuff, it's always an attractive person. It's never some tank. Yeah, like, right. do you want if you see, if you have an attractive bartender, they always get more tips. Yes, it's just guys like guys are weird. I know this is a little offensive. Guys like attractive women. Guys like which Miller Lite obviously doesn't understand, and neither does Sports Illustrated. Hopefully, <laughs> no feminists go into any any auto body shops in the near future, or else cars are screwed. <laughs> let me let me do Shay, and then we'll get to the do these outrageous choices uh, for the cover of the swimsuit issue, which I assume most people have already canceled. Sports Illustrated, it's so woke, it's just it's not even readable. You can't even look at it. I I can't. I I, I got Sports Illustrated for forty years, and finally uh, canceled it. I think last year or two years ago. I wish I didn't, so I could cancel it today. As you know, Shea Concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home. This is your spring project, people. If you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase, Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade 
the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com. And while you're there, you can look for a job. Shea Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right. There's going to be some real attractive women in skimpy bikinis and in SI's swimsuit issue as there usually is, but they have four covers, four different cover women, cover models. One of them, I mean, two of them are attractive women, you know, in their prime to quote, to, to quote Don Lemon, two of them, I don't even know who they are, but two of them attracted women in bikinis that people will like to see. One of them is 81 years old. And I guess it's a cute little novelty thing and she looks good for 81. But really, I mean, you could throw her in the magazine. Martha Stewart is on the cover. I, I was hoping for Diane Feinstein or Nancy Pelosi, but we'll have to settle for Martha Stewart. And then, oh, can we look at all four while I'm doing this? Let me look. Then you got this beautiful woman. Oh, you got Megan Fox. Megan Fox, obviously a very attractive woman. Now we'll go two down to the end. I want to see who the other one, who is, does this woman in the red bathing suit have a name? Brooks Nader. She's an actress. An actress, absolute smoke show, beautiful woman. Not wearing a bikini, by the way, wearing a one piece, but that's okay. Well, who didn't like, who didn't like um, Pam Anderson, you know? What that's it's an homage. Well, she'll be on. Wait till she's 80. They'll put her back mm-hmm. on the cover. But I mean, again, my girl Paige Spernack, she wasn't available. No. And then we have this lovely individual, Kim Petras, Petrus, a a man pretending to be a woman in a bikini, in a pool, or on a beach, on the cover of the swimsuit issue. I'm sorry, there is nobody in their audience, nobody buying Sports Illustrated who wants to see a uh, transgender individual. She's a, he's a German pop star, Kim Petrus, who had surgery, gender transition surgery. So we're uh, promoting that, mutilating children. When he was 16, when he was 16, had his private parts lopped off. And now SI is celebrating by putting this guy on the cover of their swimsuit issue. I I can't imagine misreading your audience were more than that. Just amazing. Amazing. And it's not even the first one in the magazine last or two years ago, they had a guy pretending to be a woman in the magazine. Now they have them on the cover of the magazine. They, these people don't care. They don't care about the public. They don't care about their audience. They saw what happened to Bud Light and they just don't care. They're, they're devoted to this woke ideology and they just ignore the public, the customer and say, we're going to celebrate transgenderism. And I'm sorry, there is nobody, nobody in their audience who wants to see this. I will say though, that person's much better than the, um, the confused mother's day, father's day person from yesterday. (laughs) I mean, I would say Kim Petrus after many surgeries and drugs has pulled it off, can fool some people, but, uh, yeah, it was two years ago, Lina Bloom was a guy 
who appeared on the annual on one of the covers. So they did have a transgender guy on the cover two years ago on one of the covers. There's many covers. COVID year. So, uh, you know what? They don't care. They don't care about us. They're, they're doing it for, you know, their whatever it is, ESG score, whatever that other human rights watch <laughs> campaign score. They're looking yeah. <laughs> uh, to, for their corporate woke masters. They're looking for approval from those guys and they're just ignoring their fans, their followers. All right. We don't have time to get to the uh, Tucker uh, whistleblower, but uh, maybe we'll do it tomorrow. One of his uh, former producers explaining why he got fired. Still waiting for Tucker. Tucker would be a good day for Tucker to show up and do his show on Twitter. Good day to react to the scandal that uh, is unfolding before us, which is engulfing, by the way, the Biden administration. Half the people in the Biden administration were involved, and Joe Biden himself knew about it. Don't forget that. He'll never be asked. By the way, when he stopped his bike with his little, you know, yesterday, or he did on Sunday and talked to the media, no one asked about the briberies, uh, accusations, the whistleblower saying he took bribes. No one asked about the tens of millions of dollars going to nine members of his family. They asked, how was your mother's day? <laughs> you know, you never- and he said, nah, 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 nah. he mumbled something about buying his wife a corsage or some stupid thing. But Biden's definitely no got asked. a, he's got a bell on his bike with tassels on the handlebars for sure. And then, and the whole thing's a plant. The media know that he knows who to call in. He knows what they're going to ask. We know that now the whole thing, they're all in it together, but no questions yet of our president today. I assume Corinne Jean-Pierre will be asked about Biden's involvement in the scandal. And she'll say, I, I refer to you to the department of justice and she'll ignore it or pretend she hadn't heard anything about it. She'll lie. It's what they do. It's what it's what the entire uh, Biden regime does every day, all day. It's all they do. They just lie over and over again. And it and it continues. But that'll do it for us today. We will leave it there. Thanks, everyone, for listening and commenting. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Kelly. This is The Callahan Show. And we will do it again tomorrow. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks it like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.